Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. My name is Mike, also known as Dad and Buried. Tonight, joining me once again is my wife, Mom and Buried. Somebody Hello. Asked, somebody asked me why I always refer to you as Mom and Buried instead of Heather or my wife. And I do refer to you often as my wife. I guess my I wife? My wife. I don't use your name all that often. I think I just because really of... Continue. Jesus, just let me get a sentence in. I don't, I, I've gotten used to not saying our kids' names, so I just use nicknames when I'm on camera or social media or whatever, which is the only time I'm on camera, usually when I'm holding it in my hand and doing a story on Instagram, because I'm not famous, despite the fact that I have an enormous number of followers, shrinking by the minute because I posted another anti-Trump thing. Uh, I am not famous, so please do not treat me like I am when you see me on the street. That goes for you, Felicia, who lives in the neighborhood. Just want to see if she listens. Um, anyway, we are back. Hey, wait, though. Um, I just want to say, I don't actually like, I prefer being mom and buried online. It like freaks me out when someone knows my name. I'm like weird. So funny. Cause in the post I posted today, I introduced myself and said, hi, my name is Mike. I live in Brooklyn, whatever. And a bunch of people were like, your name is Mike. I didn't expect that. I never knew your name was Mike. It's really weird. And then they start calling you Mike. It's very strange. Yeah, that's weird. But someone I became like actual mom friends with the awesome life of mom. She, uh, she's like, so I hate to admit it, but I don't know your name because yeah, yeah. you talk all the time. And she's like, but. So. Whenever whenever I've been talking to somebody online and we don't know each other's names, they inevitably go, I'm Mike, by the way. I just throw in the by the way. Just keeping it cash. Just keeping it cash. All right, but that's not what this is about, guys. What is tonight's episode about? Tonight is about self-care during the time of COVID. Um, I legit just said. <laughs> what did I just say? I was like, isn't this whole episode about giving up? And he's like, no. it's about self-care. I'm like, yeah. It was your Same idea. Thing. It was your idea. And you said maybe we should do an episode about things that have gone out the window during yeah. COVID, I think. So like yes. whatever your, your best habits were or your routine was or. I mean, some people have developed good habits. Even better, better habits, ones. Even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not I have us. not. Not us. <laughs> not us. But excited to talk about those people. I'm 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 less excited to talk about them because uh, they make me feel bad about myself, and that's not what we're here for. We're here to make you feel good about yourself by comparing yourself to us because we are terrible. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. I mean, I'm moderately bad. One of us, and I won't say who, nearly killed our ten-year-old by giving him um, an ice cream he's allergic to, even though the other one of us was like. Let's not take the chance if we're not sure what the flavors are. Let's not do it. I'm not naming names. I'm not saying who's who. But I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Right? And then you kind of acknowledged it. I appreciate it. Excuse me. We're not saying names. Who was it? I don't no, know. No, I don't remember. It's a mystery. I don't remember. Um, but it's okay. He's okay. He survived. He got his hair cut today. He looks like Diane Weist after that haircut. No, he does not. Thing. He looks like every 80s heartthrob in no every shame. movie I love. There's no shame in looking like Diane Weist. She's an Oscar winner, I believe, for Hannah and her sisters. Best of I actress. love Diane Weist. Lost Boys. But he does not. He looks like he legit should be in like an 80s rom-com. He's looking good, I gotta say. Well, Diane Diane Weist was in some uh, 80s Woody Allen rom-coms, so same thing. Um, Meanwhile, right. I was going to say, in our self-care slash giving up on yourself episode, I feel like I started with giving a fuck about how I look for taping this podcast well how about this and the guys out there can can relate the three guys who listen to this so 
she was primping because we're in separate rooms because we don't have a soundproof studio yet. I'm not, I'm not like I said, I'm not famous. We're in separate rooms to do this for best sound quality. And she's primping and doing her hair and looking at herself in the mirror. And I was like, you look nice. And, her, and this happens all the time. Her reaction is immediately, really? Instead of being like, thank you or awe, she's like, really? And she made me double down. Once you say really, I'm no longer interested in complimenting you. You don't oh, believe well, me? Jeez. Honestly, I was just shocked because it was like think weird things were happening. But I love that you see me that way all the time. Not what all the time. I just noticed it tonight. That's true. That's true. No, let's not go crazy. Especially you said you were letting yourself go. Let's actually you're look you're looking uh, you 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 let some pounds go, I think. Is what yeah, keeping it tight. Keeping it not tight. Not that not that you were ever um, you know, not looking good. And not that we not that we body shame around here, you know. You were feeling good about yourself. I you am, wanna, I'm feeling right? good about myself. I mean, not in like the things I do or eat or the actions or exercise or the way I maintain my appearance or, or the clothes thereof. I wear. None of that. None of Ask that. Ask yourself really how I maintain this, right? This is a little deep cut from uh, flirting with disaster. You're welcome. All right. So we're going to get into those bad habits you mentioned um, or the lack of any good habits that, you know what, frankly, it's it's been a rough seven months not getting any better, any better by the fact that the presidential election is rapidly approaching. We had our first debate Last night, we're recording this on Wednesday after the first debate. It was so just, fun. Just, just a lot of family fun entertainment. Um, we had a great time. Somebody messaged me and said, <laughs> somebody messaged me and said they made their son watch it, their little son watch it, and he ran out of the room screaming, or the little girl ran out of the room screaming because of uh, what was going on on screen. Which it was, it was, it was tough to watch. I have I'm to surprised. say, though, when um we were, I talked to Munch and I was like. Because they asked about it in school today. He's in fifth grade. Oh, they did. And he's like, oh, why? Da, da, da. And I was like, it was kind of a train wreck. I mean, da, da, da. he's like, I want to see it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not a fun train wreck. It's not um, like a good time sort of situation. I was going to say. Maybe so that, for like the five to 10 year old set would be a good time. I don't know. On their level. No, they would just be level. like, yeah, they'd just be like, I've seen this before. Yeah. In the exactly. mirror. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so we are going to get into the good and the bad and the ugly habits that we've lost or gained during COVID. We're calling it self-care because it's a beautiful little euphemism that kind of gives you carte blanche to do whatever you want, just because you got to take care of yourself. So we'll get into that uh, right after this, me and Mama Barry. All right, we're back. We're covering um, self-care during COVID. What you got to do to get through the seven months and the and counting of the pandemic and just the 2020 oh in general. Just the you 2020. do realize that we're not even like halfway through this shit. So we were just at break, and I said to Mama <laughs> Barry, "I know you're new to this, but you got to try to not talk over me." And what First did you of say? All, I'm not that new. Exactly. What did you so say in point? response? No, said, my response was, listen, I've heard your recordings with Pete, and you trump over him, like, all the time. This is some bullshit. First of all, my name is on the show. Second of all, how dare you accuse me of trumping? How dare you? Did you Shut take? Up, man. Why did you take $3.5 million from Ukraine? Anyway, um, so before we get into self-care, which I think we're going to add um, not watching the presidential debates to self-care, 
Um, want to really quickly okay. let everybody know you can listen to us on Apple, on Spotify, anywhere else you get podcasts. Working on getting on Amazon Prime because um, they have podcasts now or on Amazon, whatever it's called. Pete uh, messed up the application process, so he's uh, he's on hiatus now until he gets us on there. That's why Mama Barry's here tonight. And you can, if you want to comment on individual episodes, you can go to YouTube. Or if you just want to see how nice Mama Barry looks tonight with her high pony like Ariana Grande, you can go to YouTube. Um, <laughs> we would love some reviews and some ratings, particularly on Apple. That helps, I think, with uh, the algorithm getting some attention. I have no idea if that's true. I barely know what algorithm means. Or you can go to Patreon or Anchor and throw us a little bit of money. I'm going to do what I always do and micro-machine my way through all the people that have given us some money. Ryan Miller, MS Babai, and Molly Robertson is new. Check your kids at the door. Chris Coleman, M. Daniel, Mallory McKenzie, Tina Davis, and Miriam. Rob Gilberry, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrew Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bose, Jaco Var, Morning Glow, Cotton Farmer, AZ, West Park, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paula Balski, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton. Thank you all, one and all, for your support of the Dad and Barry podcast. Right? Absolutely. Thank you for the support. Bring on more. I have to say, Tell your and friends. reiterate, as my, uh, I've worked in marketing stuff for some time, the algorithm does freaking matter. And please like, subscribe, say good things. If you think good things, if you think bad things, like, you know, just save them for Mike's posts. You'll get there. You'll you have know, an opportunity. So my roommate freshman year in college used to say when referring to um, pursuing the opposite sex, Negative attention is better than no attention. I'm not always sure that's true. Certainly not in his case. Anyway, so before we get into COVID and self-care, last week Pete and I did an episode about crazy parenting stories in the news, and I suggested that we might make that a segment of the show, and I'm going to do that right now because there is a crazy story that came across over the weekend when I was watching football. Joe Montana, you know who Joe Montana is, right, honey? I grew up a huge Niners fan. Okay, Joe Montana, nicknamed Joe Cool, multiple, a four-time Super Bowl winner, I believe, for the 49ers in the 80s. Ended up going to Kansas City and uh, embarrassed himself and, and the city of Kansas City, really. They've only recently begun to recover Please. with Patrick Mahomes. Just kidding. I always like Joe Montana, even though he's not as good as Dan Reno. Let's be real. So, over the weekend, he was at his house in Malibu, or a house in Malibu, with his wife. Did you hear this story? With his wife. Mm -hmm. And it turns out some woman who was like a 37-year-old woman walked through an unlocked door, walked into their grandkids' playroom, nine months old, grabbed the baby, was living with the baby when somehow Joe, maybe it was the monitor they were, they were looking through, Joe noticed, confronted the woman, tried to de-escalate the situation with his wife, and then somehow there was some kind of tussle. And his wife, Joe Montana's wife, was able to retrieve the baby from the woman. The baby was not harmed, and she was arrested. What let's the see fuck? Tom Brady, let's see Tom Brady defend his grandchild from a stalker slash kidnapper. Not going to happen. It's so did not. he, like, snag the baby and, like, run? That's more of a young move. With his stupid chin. I'm talking, what are you talking about? I'm not saying he would steal the baby, although no, Tom Brady, no, I wouldn't, saying, I like, wouldn't put it past him. you grab the baby and run, like you pocket it and you run, you run it in, no? I wouldn't, you mean like the Heisman, I wouldn't put it past him. Um, I also wouldn't put uh, baby stealing past Bill Belichick. He looks like a troll that lives under a bridge. If you want like to talk babies. football for a second, I have to say, I was disappointed with Young stepping in after Montana, but he grew on me. All right. You know what didn't grow on him? His hair, because he is losing that shit fast. All right, so this week, we are going to talk about self-care during the time of COVID. So I went on 
Instagram. Uh, follow me there, please, especially if you don't mind the occasional political post. And I said, what are you people? That's what I call my followers, you people. What are you people doing during COVID slash 2020 to survive? What are you doing more of? What are you doing less of? Um, and I got some, I gave a couple of examples and I got a bunch of responses that were sort of going to break into categories as best I can as I try to move the, the show along. It's what I do as the host and star personality. Could you start doing that? The centerpiece. All right. So the main thing I think I got was um, sort of drinking and eating and smoking for the people that, that partake um, and even some shopping. References. Now, I know for a fact that one of the ways Mom and Barry is surviving this is by using Amazon Prime because we are constantly getting packages. And you don't even tell me they're coming. Oh, God, no. Every day I don't think you packages. You know what? Half the time, I don't know they're coming. It's so fun. It's like yeah. Christmas morning. Like, oh, what's this? What's this? What's this? <laughs> you know what? We have bills to pay. Today, I spent and the afternoon today, putting together a like desk. It wasn't some bullshit for the kids. It was actually something for me. It was like, ooh, skincare regimen. I like you. Who and bought someone, me this? Someone did mention that they've been working on their skincare during um, COVID what? because they can't get their hair done and they don't do makeup so much. So they've been able to cleanse their face. I don't remember whose name that was. Apologies. Uh, my apologies. So, but Girl Plays You, designer daddy, who's actually my friend, Brent Allman. He's... Um, uh, a gifted design, graphic designer and an artist in the D.C. area is another dad blogger, designer daddy. He says he's been doing more drinking, eating and shopping, but less mm -hmm. sex, he says, less sex. I know for a fact that he's lost like 50 pounds. Wow. And he looks like a million dollars. I don't know why he's getting less sex. You'd think he'd be getting more. You would think it'd be more. Why don't you tell that husband of yours to get on that train, Brent? That was why a weird thing to say. Get on that train. My apologies, Brent. Not how I meant um, it. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe he's <laughs> exhausted from all the weight loss. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. And so, Girls Play Uke, what did she have to say? She's one she of the early followers for me. She's been drinking more whiskey. And so mm -hmm. have I. So have I. I always, sure. whenever I hear the word whiskey, I think of Indiana Jones saying whiskey and then using the bottle to smash a bad guy in the head. Anyway, that's how my brain drinking works. was a very popular choice. It was. Fel Shem, who's our, who's our neighbor, said drinking and smoking. I assume she means the fun kind, even though it's illegal in New York. So might have to narc on uh, Fel Shem when we get off this. Hello, Erica did the opposite. She quit cigarettes. Good for her. Well, cigarettes, I feel like, and smoking weed, personally, are a little different. They're totally different, but it's really hard to quit smoking cigarettes, right? Yes. So I'm, no, I'm proud another person of, doing a good for, thing for them. Meanwhile, I'm over here like. Well, that's not a cigarette, honey. No, just the drinking thing. I I think like that, you know. Well, so at Ash at the beach apparently lives in Connecticut, where I'm from. She said she applied for a medical marijuana card. And then she said, I've been sleeping much better, which I assume is a direct result of her receiving the medical marijuana card. Mm -hmm. But I can't be positive because you didn't say that. T.L. Kuwin Hoven says he or she switched to box wine and is disgusted with his or herself. And I've got to say, I don't have a problem with box wine. I do like um, good wine, as Mommy Bird has mentioned in the past. My dad has a wine cellar. It's nothing enormous. But I grew up drinking wine, basically just out of the womb. Just I've got a really sophisticated palate. I'm like Paul Giamatti in Sideways. No, he's, um, he's really not. But I don't mind the box wine. If there's alcohol in it and it doesn't uh, taste like vinegar, 
and it's cheap. It's like four bottles for 20 bucks instead of one bottle for potentially 20 bucks. Uh, I'm, I'm good with the box wine, and there's some good varieties of it, as you would say. But you have been saying lately, because we've yeah. done the box wine thing too, we switched back to some bottles, and you and you were really noticing the difference. No, like tonight, for the few that are watching the video, I do, in fact, have a bottle, because I felt like after this week, which is not, it just got like, like half over. Um, I thought it was a long week. Good wine. It's a long, it was a long week. week. And it's Wednesday when we're recording this. Um, and it's like, I popped it open. I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Um, but I've been wine tasting and trying to get, you know, I introduced you more into like wine tasting, wine appreciation. You've been on many a wine tour with me. I have many. Too a wine many. country. Too many. Yeah. Like we went to Napa, Sonoma. We went to even Finger Lakes. I will say, I, during those wine tastings, I have never once used the jug to spit anything out, and I don't know why anyone would. Trotman of Steel, Trotman of Steel, much like Hello Erica, uh, he said he's been doing no drinking during COVID, and he's shocked that it's lasted him this long. Well so Pete, Pete, as you know, our friend and, and my usual co-host, um, at the beginning, he does this whole thing after the Super Bowl. He goes dry for a while. And normally he starts again in like the middle of March or something. But because of COVID, he extended that um, for a couple of months. And I just don't know how you do it. How do you survive? That seems like the opposite response. I do know that with you, MJ, I have, because lately, I guess they've been drinking. I wouldn't say drinking less, but being more just tired, exhausted. Like now that I'm a pre-K yeah, teacher and fifth grade teacher and, you know, everything else I was before. Um, just exhausted, which really slows my game. But I did say to you, like, oh, we should just not drink at all during the middle of the week. And you responded with. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, just like absolute zero interest. Ooh, I'm having a hard work. time. We should do sober October. I'm No, I would not. I would not like to do that. October starts tomorrow. Um, look, I did. Oh, shit. I did dry January. Um, did. And I don't know if I gained or lost anything from that. Um, but I do know that everything that I did gain it, uh, at, or lose, depending on how you look at it, um, really came back with a vengeance by the time, uh, like, around June hit. And it had been a good two months of COVID. And uh, we're still going. I need – my gym is in my building. I'm not able, to, not able to get there. Although one of the things here is a lot of people are doing more exercise. Mara Price says she walks three miles – takes three-mile walks several times a week. Reader19, R-E-I-D-E-R, says, I am now one of those bougie moms with a Peloton. You have shown interest in a Peloton. Yeah, not a Peloton, really, because um, I need an elliptical. This better for my body. This I know. But I want the equivalent. I can't. Of I've tried that a couple of times. Peloton program. I've I'm tried the elliptical a few times. I mostly use the treadmill in my gym. I've tried the elliptical. I can't get used to the weird motion. I'm I not a gazelle. Say, I guess I've gotten pretty good about that. And then I think I've built some decently strong. Like, says our friend um, Rory, who, like, always has a private trainer because she has no kids. Um, I've worked out with her, and she's like, oh, my God, like, that's enough legs. Like, oh, my, you know, whatever, when I do that. And I guess she's not used to it, right? She's used to those little exercises. So I'll give myself that one. That being said, I have not gotten there, but I'm, I'm this close. I don't really get the Peloton thing. Can't you just get a bike and then use an app that has a personal training app or something why does it need to be a package deal isn't it like a two thousand dollar bike and then there's like forty dollars a month subscription or some I bullshit i mean if it makes you feel good i can't afford that i think a lot of people cannot afford that 
Would so, you be like that commercial for Christmas? Would you be offended if I got you a Peloton for Christmas? No. If you give me anything that costs thousands of dollars, I'm but, going to be like not offended. <laughs> what if I held you captive in um in a very modern house where you were forced to get into shape that I found acceptable for a woman who was going to be my companion and you were not able to leave the dungeon unless you adhered to my standards. Would that offend you? Are you working out in this scenario? That's no, I'm dude, I'm upstairs living my life. You don't even see that. You're like Desmond in the hatch and lost. You I, don't what know the fuck about. are you talking about? <laughs> this is a movie reference or something. It's the Peloton. It's the Peloton commercial where people were like, this seems like an abusive relationship where this woman got gifted a, a Peloton by a phantom man and she seems scared for her life. I would not take personal offense, but you know what? If I did, you know, if I didn't want it, I'd be like, "Jokes on fucking you! You spent all this money, and I'm gonna hang my clothes on it." It's our money. We have a joint account. What are you That's talking true. about? <laughs> our money, our money. All right. So, Ali uh, uh, Bilchek, who's been a longtime listener, says that he started running and he's also started punching walls. Ooh. I'm not well, sure. I bet you. One of those helps them lose weight, and one of them helps them lose stress, and I'm yeah, pretty one, sure. Yeah, one of them, I think, comes standard with a pandemic. What also I noticed, though, or what I'm just seeing, not necessarily for, of course, there's someone here that does three-mile walks, and I've just seen that in general on a lot of Instagram accounts. Like, people going, like, you know, really picking up running and hiking and long-distance running, and yeah. I've got to say... I'm on to you, ladies. You're just trying to get the fuck out of your house and away from your children. And that's why all of a sudden the great outdoors is calling you. That's well, why you're getting healthy. That's what I'm calling. And I'm hand, impressed. A, a handful of the comments I got did say that what they've been doing for self-care is having some alone time. AJ Stent says she's ignoring her husband more. Kathleen Campbell says she bought a kayak. I leave my husband home with the kids while I go out. I don't know if she means while she goes out on the kayak. I would be willing to bet that she maybe bought a kayak and never uses it. She just says, I'm going to go kayaking. Does it take me about three hours to do a loop around the river? It's just it's a hell never of an kayak. alibi. It's, yeah, still got the price tag on it. And um, Mikhail Schickel says, I take a personal day on Saturdays and leave the house, leaving the leaving the husband with the kids and my wife. I'm sorry, leaving my wife with the kids. And then on Sundays, the wife gets to do that. We never do that. No, we don't. We're we, always together. We're, we hang out a lot together. How do you feel about that? And, you know, the alone huh? time thing, the alone time <laughs> thing, it doesn't bug me. I, I love I love alone time, probably more than you. I think I'm a little bit, I love my alone time sometimes. Um, I don't know. But everybody, I think, gives a little bit stir crazy. And I certainly, what I certainly would prefer is some, Alone time from my children. Well, you know, I think that there we have a double-edged sword, let's be honest here. Like, we both want alone time. But then, correct me if I'm wrong, we also, in our free time, like, on Saturdays and Sundays, would you really want to do, I'm gone one day, you're gone one day. And so, the actual quality time we'd get together, we don't any, we do not get anymore. That's true. We, 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 we don't get a lot of quality time together, partially because the kids are always around and we can't, it's hard to get babysitters or anything like that. I consider every minute with you to be quality time, um, which is why I don't want any alone time and I would never want to be apart from you ever again. This is so ridiculous, but, um, you know, we do enjoy like watching shit together and stuff. 
I will say though, to we enjoy people, arguing over what we're going to watch. We do. We really like that. We'll have some drinks, listen to some music, then argue about what we're going to watch. Legitimately get in like a screaming match. Magical. <laughs> magical times. I wanted to talk though real quick about some of these people doing these things. Um, we aren't quite there, but I think you can attest that I'm starting to feel that need. And so For you're what? often like, I'm always here schooling the kids or taking care of the kids or running mom camp in summer with the kids. So we're, you know, and I'm always with them. You're always working or you're with them. And yes. lately I've had like actual reasons to leave the house. Like I've had doctor's appointments or crap that I legitimately had to go do. And I'm not going to say I rushed home. Yeah. <laughs> I will look back when I worked, like the favorite part of my day was like the commute. <laughs> I could yeah. read, listen to a podcast. It was amazing. The other day I was at a doctor's appointment and I realized that now that we don't use the subway in New York, that it was so expensive to get back after getting there. I was like, no, I'm going to do, I'm just going to ride a bike. <laughs> rent a city bike you I've never did, done yeah. this in my entire life I've never done that either and I was just like I'm just gonna like bike a, you know five miles home <laughs> I did not do the whole five miles but um it was not horrible it was not a horrible choice it was a beautiful day it was there were no children around it was not I, I had a tough I had a tough one that day because I had to work and I had meetings all day um and I had two kids that were doing remote schooling and I was tasked with it all by myself. I'm not going to say any, either my work or the remote schooling did so well that day. It was probably something. So both what I'm hearing is you're so glad I took that time for my self care. I think you need, I think we all need self care. And I've been telling you, you know, it's very important. And then exercise for you is a real big, uh, you know, stress reliever. Um, and going outside just for walks is great. Uh, I like that stuff, too. I'm probably more apt to take the car. Um, I don't mind running errands every once in a while, just like everybody else. Like, uh, it's a cliche of, of the parent and the mom in particular to be like, you know, getting out to run an errand is now like the best part of my day because my husband is stuck with the kids and I get a few minutes to myself, even if it's just like going to Sephora. Although Sephora's not, you guys like going to Sephora, even if it's like going to CVS. No, I like going to Sephora, but I don't think people are doing that really. But I will Not say that this is kind of a new discovery for me, whereas like, Mike will definitely go to the Walgreens, which is a three minute drive from our house. No, 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 no. Have two things and take an hour and then I later, not... I will see that you've done like a story like oh, some story. rant for Instagram live. I'll do and a I'm story. Like, I'll do a story, hell? but I do not, I do not waste time or purposely extend my trips. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to do that, I would walk there, but I don't because I know I got to get home. Well, that's just family. laziness. A little bit. Well, you know what? I like the walk. It's a nice walk. You I did it once it. after like five years of living here. I've done it more than once. Anyway, Kathleen Campbell mentioned that she has zero guilt when she gets away from the kids. And I think that's one of the themes of this is the self-care, a large part of the self-care is realizing that you need self-care and that you're entitled to self-care, whether that means, you know, getting some alone time or buying yourself a wonderful new kayak or punching the wall. Even that's acceptable. You got to do what you got to do 
And one of the things a lot of parents are doing is giving their kids and themselves a lot of extra screen time. Oh, my God. Captain Sharkbait says after breakfast, she puts Finding Nemo on for her 22-month-old so she can finish a hot cup of coffee with no shame. I have two things to say here. Her name is Captain Sharkbait. Sharkbait is the nickname of yeah. Nemo. And is this a coincidence? Does she create this account? I feel like I've seen this name before. Is it a coincidence that she puts on Finding Nemo? The second thing I want to say is she said 22-month-old. You got two months left with using months. And even oh. that, even that is, is I'm, I'm giving it to you, right? A year and a half, just say a year and a half, just say almost You know why? Two. You know why I think when you hit that? 24, When you hit 24, you get no quarter. It is two it years like, from now on. It's years, no months. I usually agree with that. I understand, and especially second time around, a million percent. But I think she did that to illustrate, this kid's not even two. This kid's not even supposed to be getting screen time. She was like, I don't give a fuck. Here you go, shark bait. I'm going to have my coffee. No, no, and she's shark And I say shark kudos bait. to that. She's I, shark bait. The kid is not shark bait. You know what I'm saying, but I would say with, you know, the hammer, we definitely, like, I don't even think Munch got a screen until two years old. The and only because we were taking big Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So we gave, <laughs> we, we started giving Detective Munch a screen because we had to drive to North Carolina and we're driving back and forth occasionally. That's like 11 to 14 hours, depending on the drive. And we were like, we can't have this kid screaming. But he was face. definitely over two because we didn't even move there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was a little bit over two. Um, but the hammer, just by virtue of him being around a kid who uses screens. Right. I mean, by the, he was two weeks old and he was fucking binging the wire. The dude has good <laughs> taste. He has good taste. Um, so another thing some people are saying, and what they're saying, I think, is that they're letting this go is their hygiene. Gingerly206 says, showering is now considered a luxury. I don't shower. I shower every day, and I'm very much the kind of person that needs to shower. Um, but since since I yeah, don't have to go into the office, I will shower between the hours of 3 and 7 p.m. most of the time. Yeah, now. yeah, no. Sometimes you conveniently shower. It's like, okay, let's time to like get dinner ready and feed the kids. And you're like, that I is, have to take a shower. This is bullshit. This is so You're true. Crashing me on my own podcast. That's not true. Everyone not knows shirk, how you like a good shower beer. <laughs> I do not shirk my responsibilities. Everyone likes a good shower beer. It's one of the joys of life. I've never had a shower. Maybe, well, maybe at some point I had a shower beer. But you beer, bought but me. You bought me the magnet or the suction shower beer koozie, right? I'm not like the only person that likes shower right, beers, or else they right. wouldn't make that koozie. That's There's true. Demand. This is a capitalism 101 supply. Have you used that very thoughtful gift? From I me? have not used that gift yet. I should bring it downstairs, but it's a little bit more of a, uh, a summer thing, sort of. I'm sorry, honey. I will never have tomorrow morning. I'll get up early and I'll use my beer in the shower. koozie. <laughs> I appreciate the gift. Probably Steph, need it. It's a long fucking week when Steph it's Neville COVID. says, not only is she giving more TV time to the kids and more weed for the parents, it's pajamas all day for everyone. And I would say that we are almost exactly the same way. Ish. I feel, yes. I would say early on, a million percent all the time. All of the time. Pajamas, especially for the kids. The kids are still all the time for the most Not part. Not 
all the time. I am trying to enforce more that they get up and wear clothes. I have to say, Munch today had clothes on and was ready for school by like 9 a.m. I didn't have to tell him. Um, I really like that. Because also, the stupid teachers and stuff, not the amazing wow, teachers. Wow. The amazing teachers. Fired. But in general, there's been like these whole thoughts that like it puts them on a better schedule and blah 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 and i have to say when i get dressed and feel like a human now granted if you're watching you see what i'm wearing now i'm wearing yoga pants a hoodie and my hair stand up do a little twirl do a little twirl for everybody (laughs) (laughs) but i'm saying i'm not in what i slept in although some days as you can attest i very much am so I am in um, my, my gym shorts, um, which I've not seen a gym since March, um, and my Care Bear t-shirt, which oh is my not God. my PJs, because I value this shirt, and I think it's a good shirt, and I like it. I do not I hate sleep it. in shirts that I care about. Why do you hate it so much? You hate caring. It's so... You call me fat? It could not be less attractive. Like Why? Just, so you're not even saying the way it fits. You're saying the message it sends. A no, guy wearing I mean, a cartoon Care like, Bear shirt. It's not a cool shirt. Yes, it is. And then it's if Brooklyn, you think about Hipster it, Town. I'm sitting here and I'm picturing it from the other room. And I will say the Care Bears are hugging in not all the right places. What are you? Th- you know what? I said this was not. We don't body shame on this podcast. <laughs> and I complimented you. No, I never even are, thought about that. I just think it's a ridiculous shirt for a grown ass man to wear. But, but that's the irony of it. That's how hipsters work. I'm a hipster. You wear you the are, least likely shirt. You were a poor hipster. I had a friend in college, our friend Rizzo, who used to wear a Mr. Bubble shirt all the time. No one hey, struck, nobody blinked no an eye at the bubble. No Rizzo, who I love, but also not, like, cool dude goals. No, but that's the thing. If it that's seems nice. like you, the, right. the fact that you're right. not being cool Ironic. makes it cool. Haven't you seen Reality Bites? It's a Gen X hipster thing. I've actually never seen Reality Bites. I tried to watch it a few weeks ago. Having known it, or a few months ago, having known it, I've never seen it. And I was like, this is garbage. I'm not interested in this. You know what? After this, just put up a little poll about how hot is, how hot to trot is that Care Bear shirt? How hot to trot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's with Bobcat Goldthwait as the voice of a horse with John Candy. I think that's who's in that one. This is what you're talking This about. is what goes on. So uh, Jen Ben 801 says she's been wearing less makeup, more ponytails and buns. Because comfort wins. And I agree with this wholeheartedly. Although, see, you will say that you don't call me out for looking not my best or whatever. But I've definitely had like a mom bun rocking for maybe like day two. And you've been like, what is happening? Do you know what's happening with your You you are very vocal. Um, about how I look or how I'm, my, what I'm wearing or how I'm presenting myself is not up to my best standards. You are constantly mocking so, what I wear. And, that makes and, me sound mean. You are a little mean. And I, say, <laughs> I do it. You make fun of my hair all the time. I tell you to your face, I'm like, you're being mean. If I said this stuff to you, you would lose your mind. You would get divorced city. You think that's true, but no, I wouldn't. The double standard is insane. You think that, but it is not true. 
It is so true. And then you just say, oh, it's just honesty. (laughs) Just like earlier when you said I was perfect, you will be like, when I say the whole really thing, when you're like, oh, you look nice, I'll go, really? And it's because you think that sometimes, which I think is a huge flattery, that I look nice in moments that I think that I haven't tried to do anything or don't look great. And so yeah, I just you know assume at this point that I just like naturally look amazing. This is going to sound <laughs> bad, but I'm not a high maintenance guy, right? Like you look nice when you dress up. You look nice when you don't. I'm not a big fan of lipstick. I don't mind the ponytail. I tell you all the time, I love you when, you, when you're when you in like a, a ball cap and a t-shirt. And then you're like, sure. really? No, I'm talking about the mom bun thing. I never wear ball caps and t-shirts. I know that's a problem. I would, <laughs> I would, I would appreciate it if you would once in a while. You were constantly if you get tired of a mom bun here and there. You were constantly yelling at me to adhere to the things that you like, and you tell it, you tell me, true. okay, Dude, I'm not, you don't gotta be offended, but you tell me, don't you want to look nice for me? That's what you every say. once in a while, because you know why? I like to look nice for you. I, I think, think about things like when we even just are hanging around the house in the backyard. I'll think about like. Oh, he likes this dress, right? He likes when I do this. And I'm just saying, that's just who I am, even like 16 years into this relationship, that I, I care about you finding me sexually I, attractive. I literally tell you flat out that like, even when you don't necessarily are trying, I'm into it. So, you know, don't cool. break your back over the whole thing. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard it here. Zero fucks to give now. I'm going to do five-day PJs, all-time mom buns. That's what you get. Enjoy. Oh, you know, I think this alone time thing is looking better and better. <laughs> so we got away. So I did want to mention that. Um, so this, Dad, the best I can, mentioned that he was mentioning more screen time. So... He checks out and watches comedy and sports, but he says it says he, more fit video games. I don't know if he meant that. It was it looked like maybe a bit of a typo. I don't know if he said more fit video games for his kids. Now yeah, there I noticed are that video too. games. There are video games that are um, you know, exercise oriented and that kind of stuff. Like the Wii. I don't know if there's there must be newer stuff. Like the Wii had that kind of stuff. Um, stuff like Dance Dance Revolution, and I think that is really the dream. For parents, even for me, like I would love a video game, even I don't really play video games. If there was a video game I could play that also burned calories and, you know, gave me a sweat that wasn't like some kind of dance focused thing, I would be all in. I think that's called a Peloton. No, that's a bike. I tried Peloton once because they have one at my gym and it's just a freaking personal trainer yelling at you while terrible (laughs) music plays. You couldn't even play your own music. You just got some the most obnoxious kind of person in the world, like a fucking strident, cheerful. Come on, you can do it. I, I could not be less interested in spending time with a person like that. Yeah, you're not. I don't think we are Peloton people. I also don't like upbeat people at the gym yes. or really even people at the gym talking to me ever. I don't like upbeat people. I don't want you. Don't approach me with a smile. Just fucking. You know what? I'm not interested in it. I don't believe it. And I don't trust you. How about that? <laughs> no oh, one's smiling just... through this. It's 2020. Nobody is smiling. <laughs> if you're smiling, you're fucking either you're either crazy or evil. 
is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so another another uh, thing people are letting go is housework. They are not sweating the dusty stuff. Donna L. Coffey says with 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 teaching um, virtual kindergarten for all day long, five to seven hours, she doesn't have time for housework. And I'm hoping that she's realizing who cares, right? Who cares? Wendy underscore ish says there's no more cleaning every inch of my house. And she says, P.S. That's what I used to do. And now she's just letting it go. She's letting the house live, letting the house breathe. Are you glad that I'm also doing that? I don't even notice. This place is not uh, some kind of garbage heap. It looks fine. Yes, sometimes things get a little cluttered because my wife's not pulling her weight, but it doesn't bother me. Okay. What I was saying was called a joke. Oh, well, because sorry. I still have clutter gives me anxiety, so I still will. Yeah. I would say that it's definitely not up to like old standards. That shit's went out the window, but when things well, we get had too a, much, I can't. We would use handy.com once a month and get a cleaner. Yeah, we used to. But now we're afraid of people and germs, so. Yeah, we are. So Which we is clutter in general. There's people here all of the time. And you Called your family. Just, <laughs> I know those people. They oh. will not leave. They can't leave or they might like die and everyone's all worried about it. Honestly. Man and up. And so, yeah, you can't keep up with it. I can't. I've had to let some of that go. But sometimes it gets to me, as you know. Although well, right now, I made her shout out to Donna on the whole fucking virtual K all day. Because now that I'm a pre-K teacher, what a nightmare. There's no way for parent, like the teachers to do that virtually, really. So you're the teacher. You're now the teacher. So we've talked about this before that like trying to teach a pre-K kid over video. Um, so when, when you were at the doctor the other day, he had his first gym class and you know, the person just basically barking at him, telling him to do shit, do jumping jacks. He's like, I can't do jumping jacks. And I'm like, we'll do those later. Guess what? Two days later, it hasn't happened. I want to show him how to do them, but he's like, what the fuck is a jumping jack? That's what he said to me. Hey, he spelled his name today on his own. Gold fucking star. I deserve I, I wasn't. I was just saying that he's out of shape and he needs to fucking get it together. Oh, look here. who's like, I was oh, not, look at this. Oh, my God. Now look at, look at what's look happening. This. this is a fucking drive-by shooting. Just out of nowhere, you're just throwing me under the bus. I just said you I was making a joke judging. about a four-year-old being Dude, out of shape and you're like, look at you. I was making a joke about a 44-year-old. Grow up. Wow. Wow. You know what? Pete will be back next week, everyone. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Jesus Christ. So one of the things that Tara Cornacchione, I, I, you know what? I read this earlier, and I'm like, I'm going to read this and pronounce it correctly. It's a nice Italian name. And she's going to be like, wow, he pronounced it correctly? And I just fucking totally butchered it. <laughs> Tara Cornacchione said she hired a therapist for her mental, emotional, and ADHD help. I don't know if she's referring to the fact that she has adult ADHD or that she needs a therapy to survive her son or her kid's ADHD, which we could use. I could certainly use some therapy um, after just uh, during some of the abuse that Mama Beard is throwing at my way during this podcast. There is, <laughs> there is no shame in therapy. Um, I love therapy. And you do love therapy. And you need, I, I sent you the link. I sent you the link. Human. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I sent you the link last week. I sincerely, well, I have had a therapist. I'm in between therapists. Um, but 
Well, it's a, we changed insurance. A lot happened. It doesn't matter. I um, but I grew up in a family who did not believe in it. It's like, oh, what what do they call? What do people who don't believe in therapy call them? Like, like Drinks. brain, brain, like people who fuck with your brain. I forget it. Shrinks, yes. But regardless, uh, I think that honestly, who... every human on the planet under normal circumstances needs therapy. So right now, for fucking sure. You, you sound like Michael Phelps. Therapy. I need therapy. Everyone needs therapy. Anyway, I'm glad you're doing that for yourself. Tara. Yes. Tara. I think that is a valuable thing that I have not done. Um, I'm sure. So when I was in high school, um, I went to a Catholic high school and we went the, on a retreat. All the kids who were going to be peer counselors went on a retreat. And it was like a two day, you're going to break yourself down um, kind of thing and open up to your fellow classmates. Um, and I did that. Um, and it was fun. And then like, and then like two hours later, you're like, what the fuck did I just do? I'm never doing that again. So that's why I've never done therapy. Hey, I think you need to get with the My time. thing with therapy isn't that I'm afraid to be honest, it's that I'm incapable of it. Anyway, let's go to some that's random stuff. That's not true. That I, <laughs> I'm Anyone very good. Anyone who I, follows you know your honesty sometimes is jarring. You no, know, I'm saying about myself. Like it's even when I take like, um, one of those tests that's supposed to determine your personality, I don't actually answer it the way I think. I answer it the way I think I'm supposed to answer to get a certain kind of result. I can't take a test like that, honestly. So you gotta break me down. You know what? You know what? You, I'm like a piece of coal. And if you spend some time on me, you're gonna get a fucking shiny diamond. Anyway. It does make me feel good about my life choices. <laughs> D Rose 05 said she made her nine-year-old learn how to do laundry. So now he does his own and his brother's. We have a 10-year-old. How come he doesn't know how to do anything? He's actually, I think, getting better. He's getting better. Introduced him to. We have never introduced him to laundry, nor, I mean, he would just ruin all of our clothes. <laughs> but we don't separate. We don't separate. So it's not no. that easy to ruin. No, it is. He would dry everything. It would dry everything. You That's can't dry any of your clothes. You don't let me dry any of them. Every time we do the damn laundry. You too. Like You're a real weirdo about like, okay, guy, like oh even your mom is like, once you've washed a t-shirt once no. or dried no. it, no. you don't have to dry a t-shirt. But daddy yeah. married. Explain my Care Bear shirt. It fits like a freaking sausage casing. I think it's because <laughs> you dried it too many times. You're lucky that things still exist. But yeah, it's, it's a little weird. Shirt like, with a nice message. And it says Netflix on it. Two nice messages. So also, someone here started meditating. Um, I can't meditate. stress, they say. Mm. Which no one... What's has. that? Yeah. yeah. No one's scared okay. to death. Um, I can't I'm meditate. Meditating. I have tried and have yeah. failed miserably. I can't, I can't turn my brain off. I love yoga, and I even got to the point through the sort of, you know, I used to be resistant to the sort of home yoga, and now I find that wonderfully soothing, doing a good home. You know? I do not find what you're doing soothing, but, <laughs> you know, that's fine. Shamaret says she's unfollowed every perfect mom or parenting advice page that made her feel bad on social media. A couple of people said they've been unfollowing social media or, or getting, you got rid of your Twitter. People are saying the similar things. Um, 
I've never been one for the per- so-called perfect parenting accounts. I, even before I had kids, I knew it was fucking bullshit. What is the point of that kind of nonsense? Um, so you stick with me, Shamaret, and everybody else because I'm far from perfect and I don't pretend otherwise. I want to give Shamaret like a big shout out, big claps, because I have to say, as you know, and I <laughs> three snaps. Yeah. Is that living color? Anyway. I used to love that. But no, I mean, as you know, I've talked about how one reason people always ask, like, why after years of not participating in Dadaberry, I finally, like, showed my face and started an account. And it was a million percent because I realized how many of those accounts were out there. I wasn't following it. I was using Instagram and all that other stuff my friends and then when I noticed all these perfectionist accounts and like I believe it was like um achievable or like aspirational parenting was like a term I heard within the marketing circle fuck that what do you mean aspirational parenting you're killing your ass every day like do what you do and I'm glad I'm glad keep your kids alive keep yourself sane that's what it's all about, whether it's 2010, 2015, 2020, or 2025, if we even make it. S. Weld 87 says that she stopped engaging with toxic people. So today on Instagram, no, I, I posted an anti-Trump thing before the debate last night. And then I got a whole bunch of the usual shit where people were like, you know, MAGA, Trump 2020, you're a fucking idiot who worships a Satan worshiping pedophiles, just a bunch of nonsense. And then people will be like, we come to this page to get a, a relief and to, and to have a laugh. And I say, ah, I wrote a big post. I don't give a fuck why you come to my page. You don't want to stick around. You don't gotta. I'm not engaging with you people anymore, except when it's funny. And then I can have a good comeback and then I can screenshot that and use that as content later. But <laughs> toxic people and trolls. You yeah, what? use them the way they're using you. Yeah, exactly, for entertainment, right? And they for get mad when I, when I go astray or, or don't say something they agree with. Um, I don't need that kind of shit in my life. And I can't help it because, you know, I'm a public persona. So I don't have a private account. And I obviously, I like having followers. Um, but when those kind of people engage and say this nonsense, most of the time I don't say anything. But today I wrote... And was just like, look, I don't give a fuck if you don't follow me. I don't need to hear about it anymore. This is trash. You're trash. I don't really think they're all trash. I think they're deluded and brainwashed um, by some systemic failures within the American, within the American political system and the demagogue <laughs> of Trump. Well, I mean, when I saw it, because a lot of times I don't see your posts before you post them and vice and versa. You never, and you never listen to my podcast. Never. Why would I listen to that? Place. The usual host is far inferior. <laughs> Just do you think? I love Pete. He's not um, listening to this. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, <laughs> but regardless, no, but sometimes we'll run things by each other and stuff. But a lot of times, you know, you do speak your mind. You certainly didn't need my approval on that post. Although, as you know, you got it because I read it and I have never been more turned on. I was like, that is hot. Your that panties like, just hit the floor. Drop. I was there for it. <laughs> yeah. Even Anna Pack, even Anna Pack would notice. She was like, "Whoa, 
some some sexy time, right? Just like Borat, my wife. Yeah. Right? And so what happened earlier? I was like, oh, you want to do that later? And what did you say? I said, we'll see how the podcast goes, right? If you, <laughs> you know what, you got to deliver. So I'm guessing it's a no about now. <laughs> I've told you before, I'm not into uh, nighttime sex. I'm tired. I'm I'm in my mid 40s. Got a couple of kids. I'm hitting the hay. I get in the bed. It's fucking lights out. You do. You while I'm sitting there literally tossing and turning for four hours over the state of our country last night, you're just like. Guess what? Ain't nothing happening uh, in the middle of the night to the state of our country. I'll fix it when I wake up. How about that one? And you know how I'm going to fix it? With another fucking fire Instagram meme. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Saving the day. The Saving the day. One fucking screenshotted tweet at a time, baby. That's my self-care. Stepping away from toxicity is very hard toxic these days. Toxicity. That is what I said. Toxic city, I think, is uh, something else. I said else. toxicity. Washington, D.C. Mar-a-Lago. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> why don't you shut up, man, right? Why don't you shut up, man? Talking to this clown is impossible. <laughs> Seriously, that's the one I should him. be busting out tonight. He's, when he started talking shit about his kids, I can't believe. Like, it must have been so hard to not just be like, I'm going to fuck you up. And I know he's a 77-year-old man, but still, you still got that instinct in you. Biden's a bit of a fighter. I can't believe. Like, how it must have been so hard, just the restraint. To not punch that guy in the face. Anyway, what were you saying? Getting away from toxicity <laughs> is difficult. It is. It is. It is. It's at every corner. Um, I think recently, especially Twitter, because that's been a big news source for me. We don't sit around and watch actual news on TV or anything. And it's John easy Oliver. to go down the rabbit hole. Sometimes, admittedly, I post less political things because I'm trying to keep my own sanity and my own... Um, just peace, like peace of mind, because I know what's out there and I know what the culture is like right now. And sometimes it just really doesn't matter. People are not listening. People don't want to hear anything. So I respect a different opinion. We watched we watched that documentary. That's the talk of yes. the internet, the social dilemma, which yes. I didn't think was. It, it was interesting, but it wasn't all that illuminated. It wasn't stuff I didn't know. There was a little bit more detail on it. Um. But yeah, it, it, it's a very good explanation for how these bubbles are created and how we're manipulated to keep staying within them, which is one of the reasons Everyone's I like bubbles. But this is one of the reasons. Included. Everyone gets. Yeah, I'm saying we're all in bubbles. But it's this is one of the reasons. Watch. This is one of the reasons where I try to watch Fox News sometimes or read something else, and you get mad at me, and I'm like, I gotta see what the other side is saying, how they're spinning this, what they think. Unfortunately. The other side likes to come to my page and tell me flat out what they think. And what they think is fucking horseshit. But we're not getting like, look, I told Pete, Pete and I have an agreement. We're not going to talk politics until the 500th all politics episode. We got 481 or 21 to go or, or 19 to go. I'm not good at math. Although I've been crushing. I have been crushing some math lately. I've been patient. I've been, I've been doing it. I remembered what fractions are. I know what. Uh, 10 to the fourth power is, I remember today, is amazing. I'm, I'm an incredible person. I think, you know, yes, thank you for handling math because uh -huh. I hate it. Um, I think that there's, it's a very hard time to avoid the toxicity. And I <laughs> always welcome 
followers who have differing viewpoints that can be just rational and articulate and or just you know as a lot of people say scroll i don't agree with that but hey there's the people i get it people that are able to do that um there that's admirable right so that's like next level they should probably be president it's hard (laughs) but it's a testament to the high quality entertainment that i deliver that even when I when I offend them, they still want to stick around. It's just the I kind mean, of, of personality I am. I mean, same. I married you. And obviously, sometimes I just think it's too important to stay completely silent. At it times. is. So sometimes I have this terror because, you know, I do have, deal with anxiety and depression. I think a lot of people do. Someone here that's like started meditating for election stress. Someone actually, Sarah Slack 310, talked about started antidepressants because yay 2020 mm-hmm. which again medication awesome no if shame in that you, absolutely no shame um some people myself, self-medicate you know like believe in it and have to deal with that myself and for me that's why like deleting twitter just from my phone so it's not like constantly there i can still check it it's there but people i think are sometimes self-care I saw someone post this. Self-care sometimes is ignoring the news. And right now that's true. Like don't stick your head in the sand, but don't go down the rabbit holes of despair that are there and everywhere. That's one of the the things. Like if you are able to ignore it, um, then you need to recognize that you're coming from a place of privilege because this stuff is affecting all of us and will be affecting all of us and our kids for a very long time. Um, when the Supreme Court is filled and all that kind of stuff, like to be able to pretend that that's not related to parenting or parenting isn't political um, is, is a sign of privilege because that means that you're not affected by it and you're able to kind of stay above it, whether that's from, you know, money or connections or whatever. But we don't need to get into that. The point is, and the point of this episode is that self-care is important and there's a million different ways to do it, whether it's staying in pajamas all day or putting your hair in a ponytail or meditating, or buying a fake kayak that you have no intention of using just so your husband thinks you're on the river for a few hours, <laughs> or binge-watching, you know, Ted Lasso, which I can't say enough about. You got to keep watching Ted Lasso, everybody. Yeah. I have not been um, watching this. Or even if it's watching The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which, you know, it's maybe not the, 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 the most easygoing movie in the world, and it's why is there such a long brutal sex scene do we really need to see that but you know what you got to do what you got to do to stay sane and to feel better about yourself and survive we have streamed so much stuff we have since this began but again self-care podcast we've been listening i've been listening to we're gonna watch citizen kane you for the first thing you you have seen it just not a long time i have seen it being a communication major like i watched it in college and stuff but like not just first of all i was a communications major it doesn't mean shit the only reason i was a communications major and i have said this in almost every single job interview i've ever had is that i just i i didn't want to read moby dick again which is why i wasn't an english major and the best thing i've ever heard about a communications major was that you're a jack of all trades but a master of none because it's a wow fucking major wow i actually entered because mass comm and pr and then i went on and had a career in pr so you do you <laughs> i was a temp for like eight years i'm not gonna um, go and kick now, ass and now i write a blog in which i i i make fun of my kids 
It's just, it's called self-care, people, all right? That's just <laughs> the way it works. We want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you. can you. hear us on Apple, Spotify, almost every other place, and we're going to get on uh, Amazon, or Pete is fucking just straight up fired. You can check us out on YouTube. You can throw us some money on, on Patreon if you like, but a review or a rating on Apple is just as good. Follow me and Mom and Buried on Instagram. We have separate accounts, separate <laughs> accounts. And, We're not the uh, same person. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and uh, we'll see you next week. Somebody cool. will. I'm going to go eat like a loaf of bread and drink a bottle of wine because self-care people. Self-care Take care of you. Thanks for coming. Catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs>